Coming up right now, the newest episode from Carr, Gwyn, and Ode on Three Pagans and a Cat. Listeners, you're now hearing our third attempt to prepare you and ourselves for the upcoming celebrations of February. Put down the candy hearts and pour your sweetheart a glass of milk. It's time for In Bulk. Welcome to Wheel of the Year In Bulk, the third episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. You may call me Ode. And you may call me Carr. I'm Ode's father. <laughs> Mary Meat, you may call me Gwyn, Ode's mother. We've, uh, <laughs> we're not joking. We're not joking. The first, the first time we tried to record this episode... The audio was a uh, just disaster, echoey, a just echo, oh, an impossible, an unlistenable disaster. Yeah, yeah. It was it was terrifying, actually. Um, <laughs> and the second time we recorded this episode, it disappeared. It ate itself. It it just I was the, starting it was to taken wonder, by the void. I was starting to wonder if Brigid objected <laughs> or something. Maybe I should go get my little Brigid stone and put it, it in. Might, there. Just ask for her blessing. Just like, please bless this. Please bless this podcast. Please bless this podcast. So we're jokingly calling this the crone episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we've been, we've been through the maiden, maiden and the mother, mother versions. So hopefully this will be our, our wisest edition of this episode. First, we're going to cover the Wheel of the Year, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. sort of in general. The, this is going to be the first episode of, of what we're, you know, sensibly calling the Wheel of the Year series. Wow. Imagine that. I, yeah, I'm, shocking, right? Um. We're going to do one of these for every holiday, uh, each of the eight major holidays on the the conventional, I guess, Wiccan Wheel of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to cover sort of what the, the whole stitch with the Wheel of the Year is and the fact that I don't actually use it, but I do anyway because this, I live in this house. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's kind of the reason I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know. So when you want to start us off? Uh, sure. The Wheel of the Year is an annual cycle of seasonal festivals. I, mm-hmm. You know, we all know that. And it is observed by many modern pagans, but not all. Mm-hmm. As we've also just mentioned, it does consist of either four or eight festivals with either the solstices and equinoxes known as the quarter days or the four mid midpoints between known as the cross-quarter days, traditions like Wicca and those types of neo-pagan traditions, they do generally celebrate all eight holidays. Mm-hmm. And the holidays in the Wheel of the Year are Yule, Imbolc, Ostara, Beltane, Midsummer or Litha, Lunasad, Mabin, and Samhain. And then Yule again. And then Yule again. Right. Because it's a wheel. It's right. a wheel. Imagine how that works. <laughs> it just goes round and round. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Okay. I did go to a wheels on the bus going oh, around and around. Place yes, in you my did. head. But, did. You know. But you often go to that place. I can't help it. And so the wheel of the year is uh, is from Celtic tradition. Yeah. 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 As far I mean, as far as we can tell. Right. In as much as it is possible to distinguish these things right. as yeah. separate threads of reality. Yeah. So as far as we can tell, you know, they, they basically borrowed right. the Wicca. Celtic wheel. Yeah. Yeah. But again, who knows? Right. It's it's hard to tell for sure uh, because there's so little written about the Celtic right, traditions. Yeah. So being a you know a reconstructionist. a reconstructionist thing, you know we're having to put it all together. The best we know, yes, is is that it's Celtic. It's at least Celtic, Celtic inspired. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, probably the the most significant mark of that is that Imbolc is very specifically dedicated to a Celtic goddess, Brigid. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Imbolc yeah. is considered Brigid's Day mm-hmm. by many Wiccans. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm a, a eclectic, solitary witch. And a non-religious witch. And a one. non-religious witch, Brigid is my patron, so I do observe 
or at least honor her mm-hmm. on uh, on Imbolc. Yeah. And I do it because I'm a Celtic Reconstructionist Druid, so... <laughs> so somewhat, it's, your, it's your job. It's Yeah, it's part it's of my part religion. Of, <laughs> part of the religious yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's the cool thing is that um, within our family is that even though we're all on separate paths, we've made this decision mm-hmm. to come together and pull our... Our disparate, uh, disparate worships, worships or, or, or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, well, or just traditions, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. different things that we would do to honor Brigitte or honor this day and kind of bring it all together. And it so far, it's worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we've okay. been able to put together rituals. Yeah. That, that, that incorporate kind of all incorporate of our... all of what we do, yeah. which has been very cool because we're able to take three entirely different pagan paths mm-hmm. and build rituals together that then work for all three of us. Yep. And it's been very inspiring. It's been yeah. very meaningful because then I get to learn about two different paths that I literally have no idea, mm-hmm. you know, right. anything of. And you guys get to learn more about what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. We get to teach each other how to pronounce things. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yep. Well, or sometimes we all mispronounce or, it. Or, yeah, or sometimes we... <laughs> Sometimes I've never heard this word spoken. I've only seen it written down, and I'm just making a best guess. That's yeah. pretty much what we do, yeah. Yeah. If you couldn't tell, we, you know, we're just three we're very people who are lackadaisical and just doing our, we're doing the best we can. We're not experts here. No. Please don't think that. We're, we're just trying very we're hard. We're just asking you to join our conversation. <laughs> right. And we actually are asking you to join our conversation. Join our yeah, conversation. literally. If you know, if you know how to pronounce this, please. Give, me, give me a phonetic pronunciation in the comments, please, on anything I find. Up. <laughs> so Gwyn celebrates uh, in bulk because it's Brigid's day and Brigid is her patron. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Car celebrates in bulk because it's his religion. Right. Uh, I don't actually celebrate in bulk because it's not mine. In bulk, I mean, it's, it's a very pretty explicitly Celtic festival. Yep, feast of um, spring. Although, yeah. although mm-hmm. I, I suspect a lot of modern pagans celebrate it in a more general way. I guess we should really define more about what Imbolc celebrates. I mean, it celebrates fertility. It right. celebrates hearth and renewal, home. Purification. Renewal. Purification. Purification. Yeah. Yeah. And of course it is Brigid's Day because she is she's a goddess over all of those different types of she's things. She's in charge of so many things. She's yeah. in charge yeah. of so many things. This is, this is interesting to me. I've been, you know, studying Imbolc um, cause it's coming up and there's like a, there's a weird disconnect when I'm reading myths from, from Celtic mythology that just like, they don't resonate with me the same way the myths from my mythology do. Like I, I read about Brigid's mythology and I'm like, Hmm, academically interesting. I read about, you know, Freya's mythology and I'm like, wow, I'm having some feelings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. Because it is part of your lineage. It's, you know, actually all of it is the, you know, the Celtic and the Norse and mm-hmm. yeah. all of, you know, it's all part of your lineage, lineage through your father and I. So mm-hmm. it just means that one is resonating with you more than another. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those times where I'm like, yeah, I guess I am on the right path. Right. Um, yeah. 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 That's cool. Found, found the one that, that meshes well with me for whatever reason. Well, we, we discovered, we've been talking about this today. My mother allowed me to take home oh, yeah. this crystal <laughs> swan 
that she's had that for as long as I can remember that I have loved since I was a child. Mm -hmm. And I was packing it up to put it in the box to bring home and it suddenly dawned on me. The swan is one of Brigid's signs. It's it's, it's, (laughs) It's it's one of her symbols. symbols. So, you know, those are very meaningful things. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing this research on Imbolc, um, even though it's not technically one of my holidays Mm -hmm. because we celebrate the Wheel of the Year in my house because, you know, my, my mother is... A witch and my father is a Celtic reconstructionist and we like holidays and parties and the wheel of the year is going to happen so that's, I might as well. That's pretty much it. We like we like parties. Yeah. But you so, have found something. I found that, yeah. It it doesn't fit exactly, but it comes really close mm-hmm. and it yeah. works for you and that's all that really yeah. matters. There's um there's the there is no real like corresponding calendar to the wheel of the year that like matches up in heathenry. There's the old Icelandic calendar which was created around the time of the first all thing which was created apparently as as I understand it because a bunch of the the ancient Germanic and Norse people got together, you know, the tribes got together to have the first all thing and they had by this point had um interactions with Christians um people using the the um Julian. the Julian calendar yeah. and they resented not having like a competing calendar <laughs> and decided they would just fucking make one and right. that would show those damn christians they were very and those, those damn romans <laughs> and yeah so fuck y'all we have our own calendar basically was the whole purpose of developing the old icelandic calendar plus then it meant they could you know schedule the next all thing for the same time and have everybody agree on what that day would be right so, you know, it did have a practical purpose, but it was a petty practical purpose. <laughs> Sometimes that's how it all begins. Sometimes pettiness is, is a great motivator. great motivator. Force. So there's the old Icelandic calendar, but it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't match up very cleanly to the wheel of the year. Probably the closest holiday is, at least in terms of like its potential location on the calendar, is Disting, which is um, a celebration of the Desir, which is especially maybe important if you don't celebrate Mother's Night which is um, the day before Yule and is sort of the beginning of, of the Yule festivities in heathenry. So if you don't, if you don't celebrate Mother's Night, Distinct has two attested dates. One is in February, it's around the end of February, and one is in August, which is around the time when the Southern Hemisphere will be celebrating in bulk. And I can't explain that other than <laughs> like... Literally, equator and things happen. Yeah, I, it's, it's, something, something happens. Something, something. Seasons. I don't know. Um, um, like distinct. as 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 have you said before, I'm I'm just not equipped or qualified to comment on the southern hemisphere. Yeah. Never been there. No idea what happens in that half of the globe. But if um, you'd like to invite us, we'd be right, happy yeah. to come. We'll be, we'll be happy to come to. The we'll southern be happy hemisphere. to come and ramble at you there. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. yeah, in person. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so Disting's got these two competing dates, and it's usually celebrated by heathens around the same time as in bulk, just because it's probably the closest analog we have. Right, and, um, and the in bulk's the etymology of the word is oil milk. Right, which is uh, used milk. Right, and so that does fit in with Disting to some extent, correct? Yeah, the the whole motherhood because right. the the desir are are often referred to as the mothers. They're the the sort of the the your female ancestors, the mothers of your line. They're they're protective spirits that are attached to to your to to their blood and to your blood, and who follow you and protect you and guide you and teach you and you know they're very important figures, um, sort of in your 
your spiritual landscape. So that's, that's I think, probably why Disting has been attached to Imbolc is because of that connection to, to motherhood and... Mm-hmm. Hearth and home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also looking at the etymology of one mm-hmm. milk is that the two words mean milk and purification mm-hmm. that make up oy milk, which I think is interesting. And they also used milk as a purifying agent mm-hmm. for like poison darts and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, to, um, to pull out poisons. To pull out poisons and, yeah. and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's interesting how like those really line up well. Yeah, to those each connections. Other. Yep. That's yeah. true. Imbolc being Brigid's festival specifically dedicated to her we figured we should talk about brigid mm-hmm. so uh you and and car are going to be probably mm-hmm. the people with the most to say about brigid since well, you actually work with her right she is known as a triple goddess mm-hmm. although there is some debate Contention. about that because it could be brigid with her sister brigid and her other sister brigid <laughs> you know and they each each aspect of brigid at least as far as like in Wicca or as far as I'm concerned, you know, how I've always uh, understood her her is that she is in the the maiden mother crone aspects. She has many things that she is patron over. Three sort sort of big things. Three big things. Smithing, mm -hmm. poetry, and hearth. Hearth, yeah. So those are the things that she really oversees, overlooks. You know, she has various symbols that are attested to her fire apples are a, a potential mm-hmm. thing one legend says she has an orchard in, in the, the other world in the in other, other world, world. Yep. she's connected to the tuatha de Danan. Mm-hmm. um you know so it's she's got a very interesting history i think the other interesting thing about brigid is that um she was basically co-opted by yeah, she was christianity sainted. and turned into a saint yeah. saint saint yeah. brigid, saint brigid. Yeah. So Christians even celebrate Brigid's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just call but it Candlemas. Yeah, it's yep. Candlemas yeah. for yeah. Saint Brigid. Yeah. Yep. But as far as I can tell from what I've read, you know. The the actual mythology of yeah. Saint Brigid? Yeah. It is, is very... Is, well, no, the, the actual mythology of Saint Brigid is that she was Jesus's nurse. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's very strange. <laughs> so... <laughs> and, and that's, that's... If you go in and read about St. Brigid, that's she was Jesus' nurse and made a prophecy and, about him. And, and had different miracles, which is what saints do. Right. She she uh, she stretched out her mantle yeah. uh, to, and it stretched as wide as she wanted her abbey to be. Mm-hmm. I, I know that Brigid has always come to me in, in visions mm-hmm. and in dreams. And when she's come to me in the past, she's come to me under an apple tree. She's come to me with fire in her hand. Mm-hmm. She is who she is. <laughs> I'd say she's very adaptable. She is. She's yeah. very adaptable. Yeah. yeah. She's. Pro- I mean, she's probably one of the the better known mm-hmm. Celtic mm-hmm. deities. Yeah. Well, because she was made exactly. Into a saint. Right. That's why I'm yeah, saying, yeah, if yeah, if yeah, for no yeah. other reason than that, you know, she wasn't. She she wasn't. They didn't feel the need to smoosh her. Right. They just adopted and interestingly, her. Interestingly, and interestingly, Imbolc is. You know, it is celebrated as as uh, Carr mentioned as Candlemas in the church. But hello, Groundhog's Day. It is, you know, divination is also something that happens on Imbolc, on mm-hmm. Brigid's Day. Um, and this, this, as I understand it, is because poetry, which is one of Brigid's deals, mm-hmm. is associated with prophecy in Celtic mm-hmm. mythology. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it's very interesting to me that we st- that we have Groundhog's Day, which is essentially a divination low of... Key, very low-key, mild key divination. Divination of will winter continue or will spring, you know, be coming I, sooner? And because it is a look forward to the spring. That's why we right. do spring cleaning and, and I, cleansing. I, I read and um, 
I read that there maybe used to be or maybe is now a tradition of, because Brigid's associated with um, serpents. Mm. Something Gwen's not super comfortable with. She doesn't, she, doesn't, she doesn't like snakes. I'll, I'll stick with the swans. I love snakes. But so so um, Brigid's associated with snakes. I guess there is or was at some point a tradition of the first snake that comes that comes out of the earth after spring has arrived that, you know, leaves its den because a lot of snakes hibernate. sort of hibernate yeah. during winter. You can say a little charm sort of dedicating that snake to brigid and declaring that you won't bother the snake and the snake won't bother you and hmm. it's like a yeah very cool i think that's very interesting mm-hmm. do we want to talk about the correspondences from yeah that? that's probably that that's probably a good plan because a lot of the the stuff that you're going to be doing around in bulk right. is going to be just sort of Following combining as many of these correspondences as you can right mm-hmm. so i'll start with colors mm-hmm. brown Lilac, light blue, green, very springy, pink, pastelly, pastelly, yeah. mm-hmm. colors white, um, yep. which is still the winter gray, still winter, still winter, and, yeah. yeah. So it's that like you know we got all this stuff coming, right? But we're still in this time period. It's right. nascent spring, right? Yep. Right. Um, the herbs that are a part of it would be basil, bay, benzoin. Right? Benzoin. Yep. Benzoin. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was going to mess that so one up. So close. I may be wrong, too. Uh, Who knows? Yeah. Somebody, Rosemary. If you know, let us know. Give us a phonetic Angelica, pronunciation in the comments. myrrh, vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the herbs that you can use. A lot of those are healing herbs. Yeah. Healing yes. and because, protective. Because Brigid yeah. is... And divinatory. Yeah, because Brigid yeah. is also associated with healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gems that you can use would be amethyst, bloodstone, turquoise, and onyx. Yeah. I've got uh, I've got some information about those. Turquoise, amethyst, and bloodstone are all purifying gems, although they're all purifying gems in slightly different ways. Turquoise is a sort of a romantic stone. It feels very clean to me, not in like a sterile, like hospitally way, but in like a like a freshwater way. Amethyst is a very soothing stone that's associated a lot with meditation and divination. Technically speaking, ametrine is not. A correspondence for this day. But I would consider using ametrine for Imbolc because it's a fusion of amethyst and citrine. Amethyst and citrine are both quartz variants, if you're unaware. And Um, we just saw an example of that today. We did, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And ametrine is formed when a growing quartz has two different heat variants across it um, because amethyst and citrine are developed under different heats. Uh, and so they, they grow together out of one quartz crystal. A- ametrine, because it's a fusion of amethyst and citrine, is good for creativity and it's good for transformation, which I think is uh, appropriate for a holiday that's a, sort of about renewal and rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um, bloodstone, again, a purifying stone, much earthier than the others. Turquoise and amethyst have kind of like a higher feeling. I guess, I guess it's usually called a vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, they just feel sort of cleaner and higher up on the frequency to me. Um, Bloodstone feels earthier. It's associated a lot with courage. It's kind of an energetic stone in the sense that it makes you feel more energetic. Onyx is sort of the weird standout here because it's not technically speaking a purifying stone in the same way that the others are. Onyx is for absorbing and transforming negative energy. So like if you're feeling shitty 
Um, you might look at an amethyst if you just want to feel better. You might go for onyx if you want to take that negativity and make it into something useful mm-hmm. instead of just sort of banishing it. And if I remember correctly, bay and basil are also very good herbs for that in that they are protective. Um, they are about dispelling, you know, maybe dispelling negativity. I don't know. So maybe... Again, that's not Onyx's whole it, sitch. Onyx kind is of a not... Different... It's, 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 it's got a different sort of function. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's gonna... It's st- it's still removing, or I guess... It's not really removing. No, that's that's the thing. Transforming. Yeah. Purification is removing negativity. Well, well, could... Onyx is about taking your negativity and making it useful. Well, couldn't bay or basil be used as an incense or something to, you know, to clear a space or, you know, to remove negativity from a space and then the onyx is used to transform that energy into something useful? I don't think so. No. We're, we're going to agree to disagree on that's this okay. one. That's okay. That's why we here. Yeah. Right? Yep. The other, the the other, like my my ambiguous woo woo feelings about onyx is that it's a very sort of grounding and comforting stone, mm. but not in the same like earthy or like ethereally soothing way that amethyst is. Onyx is like a really logical stone. Mm-hmm. Onyx is a stone you go to when like you have a problem and you want a solution. Mm-hmm. Onyx isn't just going to make you feel better. Onyx is going to present you with solutions. Yeah. So foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Now that I've had the whole ramble about how I feel about rocks, uh, <laughs> rocks is her thing. Uh, <laughs> poppy, pumpkin, and sunflower seeds. Mm-hmm. Breads and bread pudding. Dairy, obviously. Um, egg dishes, pork. All the things I want to eat. Uh, potatoes, and with all the onions, things we will leeks, be eating. Yeah. Garlic, shallots. We won't have any olives, though. No. Olives no is one, one of them, but... The, no one in this no, house likes olives. No, no. olives. Yeah. But I am But you can be, have olives. We are going to be having quite a nice feast on Imbolc. Mm-hmm. We're going to be having um, pumpkin muffins and lemon poppy seed muffins in the morning. I'm so excited And there's going to be homemade bread, and there's going to be soup, and uh, any of those... Potato cheddar soup. In yeah, potato cheddar soup, and Get any of dairy. those... Things like onions yeah. and things we're gonna that have we fry bread. You know, I'm we're so gonna have, excited. Oh, I know. I'm so excited, you guys. In fact, as... I'm gonna include a couple of recipes on the blog. Mm-hmm. So oh, sweet. yeah, I thought that would be nice. So if you want to eat the same stuff we're gonna eat, which is gonna be great, <laughs> <laughs> check the blog. Win will uh, get you. <laughs> the other thing is apple ciders, spiced wines, and herbal teas. We're gonna do wassail, which uh-huh. I make. Mm-hmm. So um, Car I'll, makes some excellent wassail. It's the I'll, best. I'll give you the ingredients for that. And yeah, you can add I'll, it to the. I'll add Although it to your wassail is different all the time. Well, it's the same True. ingredients. It's just it's depending just different, on how yeah, amounts. Amounts. That, yeah, I don't measure anything. <laughs> he he just throws it all in. That's how you feel. Yeah, it's yeah. That's it's how by I intuition. Cook. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, it's very much. I, I have intuitive cooking. <laughs> same with um, me. I do the same thing. Decorations that you can use, acorns, mm-hmm. besom, or broom, Brigitte's cross, lots of candles, mm-hmm. sheep, <laughs> in case you want to have, you <laughs> Just have, have a have live a, sheep in your room. In your, yeah. <laughs> Snowflakes, swans, yellow and white flowers in a green wreath with a white candle, corn dollies or raffia or mm-hmm. so, anything mm-hmm. like yeah. that. Yeah, that yeah we're going to be using raffia to make ours. Um, yep. The sun. Straw, reeds. So, yep. So that's yeah. all part of living decorations. plants. I'm, I have a hydroponic living plant that's yep. part of yep. our decorations. 
Um, and then the animals that are there are, are obviously sheep, mm-hmm. the swan, snake, cows, cows, right? cows yep. yep, bear, stag. So there's a, definitely a lot of that. And Brigitte also is um, anything that hibernates. Yeah. So any kind of animal that hibernates would Hence also the bears, be something. probably. Right, yep. Mm-hmm. Be something that would work. So. Chip amongst. Yep. But I think um, you also have a list of gods and goddesses that if you are not familiar with Brigid, um, but you do want to mm-hmm. uh, have some kind of celebration for Imbolc, there, Carr can list um, some of the other gods that are also associated with this day that you could, if this may be your god or just mm-hmm. someone you feel more connected to. And they tend to be very love-oriented because mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, Valentine's I think, Day is, is coming is around the mm-hmm. same time. Right there yep. there and, is some uh, fertility stuff going on here. Right, yep. <laughs> so in the Greek gods, we've got Aphrodite, Eros, Gaia, Hestia, Pan. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Roman gods, we've got Vesta, Venus, Faunus, uh, Cirrus. Egyptian god would be Bast. Mm-hmm. I pronounce this one wrong all the time, the Italian god. Aradia. Aradia. You think I'd be able to goddess, come up yeah. with that goddess? Yeah. So there are some there that give you an idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you have listed Caridwin in the past too. Yes. Yeah. yeah Caridwin. Yep. Caridwin and uh, Angus Og. And if, cauldrons are if, also if a symbol into, of Brigid. So if as you're well into as Celtic many stuff, other but you don't Celtic feel gods. attached to Brigid. Yeah. yeah. Caridwin and uh, Angus Og mm-hmm. would be yeah. too. Yep. So, but yeah. So so there's lots of different ways that you can go. Mm-hmm. Lots of ways you can celebrate. Yep. You know, I've I'm celebrating I'm celebrating Disting, but I'm also going to be celebrating four of the Norse gods. Yeah. So which four are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be celebrating Freya and Freya, who are the the Vanir brother and sister who were also married before they were adopted by the Aesir because the Vanir are, are like that, and they're they're both associated. Well, well, Freya in particular has a lot of jobs. Sort of like Brigitte. She's just got, she's a very busy lady. But uh, in this aspect, I would be worshipping sort of her her romantic maideny Freya, where she's she's affiliated with flowers and fruit and romance and beauty and fertility. And, and she's a sort of a very energetic, confident, vibrant goddess. Her brother, Frey, is also associated with fertility and love and honey and grain, and but he's like a, he feels calmer and sort of gentler and more compassionate to me. Not that Freya isn't compassionate, but just that, like, it's not her focus. Her focus is more on encouraging you to sort of be your most exciting self, and Freya is more interested in you being your most comfortable self. I guess, if if mm. that makes sense. I'm also going to be worshipping Scotty, who's actually a winter goddess, because here where we live, it is very cold and wintry still. Scotty's um, a huntress, so I consider, you know, February sort of a time between the really shitty part of winter and the actual plenty of actual spring, uh, where hunting is going to be an important stopgap, so I think it's important to honor Scotty during this time. You can honor her with game meats and winter wear, bows and arrows. She invented snowshoes. She's a very self-reliant sort of survivalist goddess. And if you read her mythology, she's all about commanding respect if it's not being given to you when you deserve it. So Scotty is a take-no-shit goddess. Uh, And I'm going to be celebrating Iduna, 
who is the the goddess in charge of the apple orchards uh, in Asgard. The uh, the apples provide immortality to the gods, but it wouldn't work if Iduna wasn't there. Literally, the apples only provide youth and immortality if Iduna hands you the apple herself. So don't consider going into her orchard and stealing one. You'll just get a very nice apple and no magical effects whatsoever. <laughs> um, she can be celebrated, obviously, with apples, um, fruit blossoms, any kind of alcohol made with fruits planting trees. She's very concerned with health, doing exercise and taking care of yourself is important to her. And she's obviously associated with regeneration. So I think she's an appropriate goddess to celebrate during this time of rebirth. So those are the, those are the gods and goddesses I'm going to be worshiping during this time. Cool. Uh, most of them female. Frey is not, but he is the twin of Freya. And I just sort of think of them as a a unit, yeah. yeah, as a unit, a lot of the times. So, I mean, you can worship them separately. There's no, there's nothing saying you can't. I just think of them as being very connected. So right. Right. I tend to worship them together. Do we want to talk about some of the folk traditions? Yeah, there's some uh, really interesting folk traditions yeah. about around Imbolc. So a couple of the things which I think are really cool is one that Gwen's super excited about is spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she's thrilled. She's <laughs> delighted. I've got plans, baby, plans. She's losing her mind. <laughs> Gwen, Gwen would do spring cleaning every day if the option was there, probably. And then we'd never find anything ever again. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Gwen has her own way of putting things away. Her own organizational system <laughs> that no one else understands. <laughs> That's not true. It's very true. Every time, every time you redo the kitchen, I still haven't figured out where the pots and pans are anymore. <laughs> One of the other things is to make a brijog, which is mm-hmm. um, a brigade doll. Yep. Um, and that's done usually by the men of your household mm-hmm. or your grove. Whether and it's that's, done outside of the house. Right, correct. Yep, it's actually done outside. And so it's it's made out of uh, straw or rushes. We're going to use raffia to do it because mm-hmm. um, we can pick it up at Michael's. Right. And we're not close to straw or rushes, yeah. so it's just easier. Just, just work with what you have. You um, work with what you got. Then you dress it in white. So in this case, we're probably going to cut up a pillowcase or something mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. kind of make a dress yep. type thing. Yep. And then you decorate around it. So bits of greenery, early flowers, shells, pretty stones. Always a shell placed over the heart mm-hmm. area for the greatest magical effect mm-hmm. of, of the doll. And if you want to, you can also um, use a butter churn dasher as part of that as well. Mm -hmm. Which Um, we're not, we don't have a churn handy. No. (laughs) No, I can't tell you the last time I churned butter. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Actually, I could tell you. Um, I'm definitely a city boy. I churned ice cream once. (laughs) Does that count? (laughs) No. And then what do you do with the the doll? Right. So then you build what's called uh, Brigid's Bed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually going to do this in the crystal swan that Gwen talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Just creating a bed where Brigid can then, or your Brijog can mm-hmm. can lay down mm-hmm. for the night. Um, usually, it's near your hearth, so we don't have a hearth, right? So we're it'll be apartment on our dwellers, altar. yeah, <laughs> in an urban area. So yeah, it'll be on our altar where we're going to be burning candles anyway. So mm-hmm. there will be plenty of fire around. Yeah, yep. yep, satisfy um, her pyromania tendencies. <laughs> But then uh, the members of your grove or your clan actually do a procession to bring uh, your Brijag into Mm -hmm. the home. Mm -hmm. In ye olden days, (laughs) they actually processed throughout the town. Mm -hmm. 
and they would go to different people's homes and they would uh, had a basically carols yeah um, that they would sing and then they would present them with a brijag if they didn't have time to make one of their own which I think um, is very cool and cheese mm-hmm. um, right. from used milk yep so everybody so, gets something to eat and they right. get some little magical protection exactly yep. We don't do that anymore, so right. we're actually going to process the brijog into the, our home. From the balcony. From, From the, balcony, the balcony. Where we, where I'm going to be making it. <laughs> and then she gets a place at the table mm-hmm. for the feast, so you don't process her in until you're ready for your feast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so that was the. Those are the big ones, I think. Oh, there were some different crafts too yes. that you could do. <laughs> oh, well, yes, can, there are. You can make uh, Brigitte's cross. Yep. 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 That's one of the crafts. Mm-hmm. You can make your own fire starters. Mm-hmm. So whether that's paraffin wax or mm-hmm. dryer lint, which is extremely flammable, so just be, careful be careful with it. Any of these things that involve fl- fire, please yeah. be careful. Yeah. Be careful with all of your fire, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because Carr once reprimanded me strongly as a child for being um, haphazard. Haphazard with dryer lint. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair. Brigitte is a goddess of forge and hearth, which are controlled fires. Yes. Right, yes. Yep. So make sure your fire is controlled. Uh-huh. Um, making candles, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a way to have fire. In this case, it's in particular, it's ice candles. Mm-hmm. So it's using ice to make the wax form mm-hmm. quicker right? Mm-hmm. Uh, by pouring it into it. Which is a nice, you know, correspondence to the whole wintry yep. mm-hmm. element. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Brigitte's Cross, obviously. Floral Crown, which <laughs> Odin and Gwyn are thrilled about because they can't stop making floral crowns. Apparently, it's become Look, a thing. It has become a total thing. It's definitely thing. become a thing. It's become an awesome thing. We went to, we went to Pride this year. To Gay Pride. And they were so, there was someone there selling flower crowns for some reason. And I loved them, so we bought some. And we brought them home. And then... I forget what was coming up. Maven, maybe? Uh, yeah. Maven, Maven was coming Maven up. Maven was coming up, and I was like... And we wanted to wear them to Pagan Pride. Exactly. And I was like, I don't want to wear this crown. It's springy colors. That's not right for Maven. So we went to Michael's, and we bought a bunch of flower wire mm-hmm. and fake flowers. And tape. And tape. And we made Maven flower, flower crowns. And we wore them to Pride. And they were great. And from that now on, we apparently made, we're gonna make one for every season and holiday. Every single we made two for Yule so that we could have ice crowns and holly crowns. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's, it's a lot easy. of fun. Yeah, it is. It's, thing, it's, it's not it's, hard. Yeah. It's not hard to make. It's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and it's it just helps you get into the spirit of, mm-hmm. of the celebration of the ritual. It would help to get into the spirit. Well, well it helps. You're a sport. Um, and sometimes it's nice, you know, just to have like a thing that you wear during mm-hmm. ritual. Because I don't, you know, I don't wear to sort robes. of get into a lot the zone. Of, there are a lot of pagans and Wiccans and mm-hmm. and heathens, I would imagine, yep. and druids. Yeah, going they, under the rope is a yeah, is a you you know, who wear specific clothing for ritual. Right. Yep. That yep. is not something that has ever been a part of my practice. But so this is kind of my own little way mm-hmm. to dress Same. up. For, now I am ready for ritual. Now I am ready for ritual. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing you can do tradition. is make a uh, pre-epic wand. Yes, the dick wand. <laughs> the dick wand. They just which like is... saying the dick wand. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, it's a wand with two acorns at the end. Uh-huh. Uh, Understandably, to... it is right. a fertility item. And yep. it's not subtle. 
Yes. No. no, not at all. <laughs> you can lay it over the phallic yeah. symbols. Rarely are. You yeah. can actually, if you're if you're looking for to have fertility in your home, you mm-hmm. can take your preapic wand and lay it over your uh, brijah bed. bed, and that would then, you know, you know, yeah. increase the fertility in your yep. home. She would bless your home. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You can also make a batch of uh, oil, mm-hmm. uh, yep. specifically Essential oils. for in bulk. Which is uh, ginger, clove, rosemary, and cypress mm-hmm. in whatever carrier oil that Correct. you want to yeah. use. I use um, coconut. If you're going to apply it to your skin. If you're yeah. not going to apply it to your skin, strictly speaking, you don't need a No, carrier. if you're Correct. just going yeah. to diffuse it into your yeah. home, it would be fine. But if you are going to apply it, you can use coconut, you can use olive, you can canola. use canola, whatever, whatever you works right. for you. Yeah. Yep. Um, again, I recommend coconut because it works the best that and, I've used. And because but... you want something that doesn't have like much scent. Exactly. Right. You want something that's that's going to be mild. Yeah. Right. And we'll actually put the recipe for that mm-hmm. yeah, up, up, on the in, website. up on the website yep. And you as can well. use that for anointing your your items on the altar. You can use it for anointing yourself during, mm-hmm. you know, before ritual. There's a lot of things. Or, or diffuse it to anoint yeah. the space. Right. And you'll want to know that this oil, because you're making it on in bulk for Brigitte, is then sacred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not just an essential yeah, probably, oil. Yeah, probably that. anything it's... you make on right. this day for this purpose is, you it's know, a, it's sanctified sacred, yeah. right. Brigitte. Sacred item. Yep. If, if Brigitte is who or you're worshiping. Whoever, whoever right. you're worshiping that day. Right, mm-hmm. yep. Um, and then there's also an in bulk incense you can make, mm-hmm. which is cedar, frankincense, pine, cinnamon, orange peel, and rose. Mm-hmm. Petals, so it's gonna be um, a very interesting incense. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make. Yeah. It, I think I'm gonna make it. I have at least half you of have those some ingredients. Of those things, yeah. Yep. So yeah, I know and we have so the rose petals. We'll figure out the rest mm-hmm. to kind of bring it together. Mm-hmm. But again, we'll post that on uh, on the blog. The blog. On the blog. Yep. yep, with the link to where I found them because I didn't just make these up off the top. Of my head. <laughs> no, but we'll actually post the recipe right there on the blog, and then there'll be a link to where to, you can go to read. its source material. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. We can talk about what we're gonna do for our own in bulk. Uh, celebration. Mm. Yeah. Um, we are, yeah, which we're we, still sort of putting together. We're, yeah, we're working on, yep. on how we're going to do that. Obviously, we're going to have a feast. Yep. Um, which and, is going to be mm, so delicious. Yes, and while I'm making that feast, I'm going to feed my ancestors with that feast. Yep. Mm. Usually, I feed my ancestors on the weekend, um, mm-hmm. so I need to feed them today. Yeah. But I try to feed them just additionally mm-hmm. during festivals because so, I want them to be invited. So yep. basically, um, when I, while I'm finishing up cooking dinner, Car will be out on the balcony making the, making the briog. Yep. Or however you say that. Brigade? Brigade? Brigade. Brigade. Yeah. Okay. That, the doll. The doll. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be out there making the doll. And um, while I'm finishing up dinner, and then we'll have the, you know, the procession mm-hmm. of him stepping into the room. Yep. From, uh, right. from the it's balcony. It's a very short it's procession. It's a very short procession. <laughs> um, sure. And he'll, he can then place her into the swan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we'll have and we'll be eating around the altar. around the altar yeah because right. the altars and the it's basically i don't know if we've, I don't know if we've in gone into this on the space on the podcast yet uh, we have like a family altar that we've put together mm-hmm. like gwen has a um she already had an altar sort of in the public space mm-hmm. um because she was sort of the first of us to just be like i'm doing this and it was actually but actually by accident yeah, she was just putting together like a decorative table, and at some point I was well, like, "Nice altar." No, it, it actually was a space for my plants because I grow yeah. herbs. I'm a, I'm a green witch, so I grow herbs and flowers mm-hmm. and things, and I wanted a space where I could um, 
have my plants mm-hmm. be as close to the sun as possible because our the way our but it wasn't is situated it doesn't really it wasn't just a table with plants. no because I then I put on like a silk scarf on uh-huh. there and I put my stones and I uh-huh. put a bird and I uh-huh. you know, and then and, and a candle and uh, then and at some point I oh it comes I, out to me and says nice altar and I was like oh. oh. Yeah, I, guess I guess that is guess what I've is. done. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so then from then on, it was my official little altar. Mm-hmm. But then once we decided to start publicly... Uh, sort of all working Working together. together in our various traditions, Carr and Ode suggested a Just public sort of a, altar. Just sort of a family yeah. altar. For the yeah. family. So um, so we cleared off the coffee table. Yeah, we our used. coffee table is now our, our family altar. Uh-huh. And so we each have a space on there. Yeah. And, and then, we're, we're you know, putting stuff up for really, Brigade right now. Yeah, yeah, we really started that with Yule. We, we kind yeah. of... Yeah, yeah with Yule, we, we found ourselves Yule just altar. sort of accidentally turning the coffee table into an altar because we kept putting all the things we were using for Yule mm-hmm, rituals mm-hmm. And, and celebrations on the, the coffee table. Right, yeah. And we were like, well... We've already basically done this. We might as well just accept it and formalize it. Yeah, and then Ode and I talked about it, and we're like, hey, uh-huh. we need to do this. Yeah. It's just, and I was already thinking that, uh-huh. so, so yeah, it just yeah, worked, yeah, out. worked out. well. We are fortunate in that we are living in a situation where all of us are open to mm-hmm. each other. We are acknowledging our paths to one another, and we have symbols all over our house yeah. of our paths. And an so, ever-increasing number. An ever-increasing right. number. So we can, you know, we are free to do that. Not everybody is free to do that, yeah. I right. understand. No, no. But if you have the freedom yeah, to have nice a, to a public sort of altar, a... a family altar, yeah. it's it's really, it's a nice thing to do. And, and, it, and it means we can do things like have our feast just yeah. around the altar. Right. Oh, and going on to what we're going to do after we have our family feast mm-hmm. around our yeah. altar, we... um. Carr is going to be leading us in um, a, a ritual mm-hmm. from his tradition. Yep. And um, at some point, I'm going to be leading us in a spell of purification. Mm-hmm. And I am i don't know if you've decided what you're going to do. I haven't. I think I we're going to try to combine yeah, we're gonna some, try of, to, the rituals yeah, some together. of the Celtic and the heathen yeah. together mm-hmm. into that's, one Because that's done a lot already in, in ADF. There are like mm-hmm. Norse ADF right. groups. Right. Um, which I'm not like... I'm not pursuing that because ADF just doesn't feel like a good like long-term fit mm-hmm. for me probably. Right. I'm I'm very interested in trying to sort of fuse the kinds of things that I would do just sort of instinctively or mm-hmm. intuitively in a ritual right. into an ADF ritual. Yeah. So we're going to try that for Invoke and see how it goes. And, then, and then one of the things we didn't talk about was actually setting up your altar. Oh, yeah. So oh, since yeah. we've been talking about the altar. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. That. There are oh, some specific did, things you can put on an Invoke I did want to say we're also going to finish up our Invoke celebrations with divinations. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. brigades associated with prophecy. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, By way of poetry. Um, the so colors, maybe we should read some poems, too. I think we're going right. to. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. So the colors that you should put on your altar would be yep. white, red, and green. Yep. And you want to tell what they are? Do you remember? <laughs> I do. I do remember. White represents the snow that is still currently on the ground. Yep. Also low keys and purification. Uh, red symbolizes the rising sun. Mm-hmm. And green symbolizes the earth growing beneath the snow and about to come forth. Yep. Those three colors should definitely be represented on your altar. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got candles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some of the other things you can put on there are cauldrons and chalices because Brigitte is obviously connected with sacred wells yeah, and springs. Yeah, I, I want to talk and... about this. It seems unfair to me that Brigitte gets fire and water. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's got to have water to put out the fire. <laughs> It's just, you know. Well, and that's part of smithing. 
Well, we that's, true. that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I and guess it makes sense. I'm just saying. <laughs> Gosh, Brigid, you gotta have and all gotta, the elements. And, and, and it could be and her sister Brigid. And she's associated <laughs> with Earth, because in fact, sometimes Ireland is called Brigid's mantle. Yep. And she's associated with air, because Brigid hung her mantle on a sunbeam. Yep. Listen, I'm just saying, why she gotta have all the elements? Because she's the awesome. <laughs> Let's just face it, Brigid um, is the awesome. You can also have an anvil or a hammer out there for mm-hmm. the smithing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Obviously, you're. Corn doll or your Brijog and your Priapic wand, your dick wand. Yep. <laughs> um, Gotta get those in there. Sacred animals. Technically speaking, as... I guess you don't need the dick wand unless you want fertility. Right. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. in fact, if you don't want fertility, like if that's specifically <laughs> a thing you're not interested the dick wand. in, don't include the dick wand. Yeah. Um, Make it about purification, not uh-huh. fertility. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sacred animals, cows, sheep, swans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did, yep. talk, so, we did we, talk about this. A little bit, didn't a little bit. We, brief. Yeah. we, we yeah. talked about the correspondences. Well, that's yeah. true. But, we talked yeah. about the correspondences. Um, if so you, you can have a little cow sim- mm-hmm. you know, symbol out there, right, or a little yep. figurines yep. or yeah, whatever. Right, exactly. If you have a goddess statue, a British yeah. statue, something Which like that, I'm would hoping be good. one day I've got one in mind. Uh, a book of poetry or poems that you've read. Mm-hmm. Um, fairies, anything fairy related? Because Brigid is Faye's sister. Mm. Yeah, she's related oh, to Oh, I her. learned I I just bought a fire agate stone and put it on the altar because I learned mm. that fire agate is, is one affiliated of affiliated with, with, yep. with Brigid. It's probably it's all that freaking fire. fire. Yeah. Any kind of healing herbs mm-hmm. would be yep. something that you would put mm-hmm. out. Um and then lots of candles. Right. Just as many as you yeah, can we safely don't, fit. Yeah, we don't even there. have as many candles as we are going to have on the altar right now. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. So more. more. There coming. will be more. More, yeah. more candles. More candles. More candles. More candles. Just as many as, <laughs> as many as you can safely fit on the altar That's without right. being a fire hazard. Yes. Right. Probably ide- yeah. the ideal amount of that candles. That would be good. Don't yeah. want to set off an I'm going to reinforce the fact that Brigitte is a goddess of controlled fire. <laughs> safe fire. Be safe. Not people. house fires or wildfires. Yeah, no, Hearth yeah, fires. No, no <laughs> Cooking fires. fires. Please be safe. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that kind of wraps up in bulk for us. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we've covered sort of all the major topics. I think yeah. so, too. Oh, and y'all, don't forget... The January blue moon is still coming yep, up. that's right. It's going to be a total lunar eclipse. And it's a super moon. It's a super moon. See it if you can. Work with it, maybe. <laughs> Listen to the qu- first episode to hear my opinions on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can uh, reach us either on the comments mm-hmm. on this or the comments on any of the blog posts. Which is at threepagansandacat.com. Yes, it is. Um, and then you can also email any of us mm-hmm. at either car Gwyn with one N or Ode, or Ode um, at threepagansandacat.com. All of that's listed on the website. So and there's a contact there. form on the website yeah. if yeah. you can't remember oh, anything and also, else. I'm going to start on every Friday. I'm going to start doing a one card drawing from my tarot deck mm-hmm. and sharing just a general reading. If you are interested in looking at that, mm-hmm. I'll probably mm-hmm. be contributing to that in sort of an ambiguous way <laughs> because I do intuitive tarot readings, AKA I haven't read the book in years. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually really good. <laughs> so we will see you all or well, Speak to you all. Yeah, we'll speak to you all. But maybe see you if yeah. you come to, to Convocation or if... <laughs> yeah, actually, we, we're going to be at Convocation 
in where is that in Detroit? Detroit. Yeah, right outside of Detroit. Yeah, outside yeah. of Detroit, yeah. uh, convocation is happening, and we're planning to be there at least one day. At least one day. Saturday, probably. We may we may get t-shirts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll try to make ourselves visible. If you're going to be there, um, come say hi. We'd love to meet you. We're going to pre- we'll do a special podcast from there. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be so we'll be live. the people like we'll be the pro- we'll be the people the huddled corner. around an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> babbling at each other loudly. <laughs> you all may not know this yet, Odin, Gwyn. Oh, uh, surprises. But we surprises. Life have surprises. a phone number that you can call oh, and oh, oh, oh. leave us a message. And I didn't know about this. If you, if you have a question that you want this. answered, um, feel free to leave that question on the phone, uh, on the answering machine, yep. and we will uh, answer it live if it makes to, sense yeah. and to the best of our ability we'll right. answer, please we're remember not, we're not experts we are but not experts i'm we're happy the, to do research if you feel lazy <laughs> exactly and honestly we feel like you know this is something we're walking this path together mm-hmm. we are inviting you to walk this path with us mm-hmm. if you have something that you can teach us we will gladly oh, yeah. you know yeah. learn from you and share it with others yep. so um or if you have a question Dear that we can inexplicably out, listening <laughs> <laughs> feel free to correct us in the comments but i also think it's good to note that you know within the pagan community there are various yeah. opinions about various topics oh yeah uh, we I've, just happen to be sharing ours. as as i think i've mentioned at least in a blog post if you ask three heathens the same question about one topic you will get at least seven answers yeah so. it's the same yeah. it's the yeah. same with all the other pagan communities <laughs> so there is no one right right way yeah so we're all making it up as we're, go, we're making it up as best we're doing we our best as we go along and we're inviting you to join us mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you want to leave us a message or a question yep. you can call us at area code 616-827-7597 that's 616-827-7597 put, put, <laughs> put on radio put on radio voice Ooh, for you guys he doesn't do that usually it's special no. <laughs> people used to hear it all the time, all the yeah, time they yeah. so. not so much anymore all right that's it for us we are done the in bulk wheel of the year episode is finally over You've been listening to Three Pagans and a Cat. Find out more information at www.threepagansandacat.com. 